This game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned. Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This series of podcasts take place in between episodes of the main Check Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode takes place in canon a little after the events of episode 51. Alright, so it is currently the 9th of February. 6 p.m. Party has recently arrived in the city of Hale in the country of Dereham, and you all are on your way to eventually talk to Queen Matilda and continue the next leg of your quest. But you have a little bit of free time and a lot of money burning through some of your pockets. So I believe the group decided to have a little bit of a shopping trip. So, Lavette and Petra, you are currently yeah. in the city forum here in the middle of Hale. You're by an enormous statue of a elegant-looking female wizard that's about 50, 60 feet tall. Huh. So we are at the... Right by the Royal Palace. Did any of us do a knowledge on who the... I'm guessing that's just the queen. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We've already been told this. Ooh. Oh, I guess Petra doesn't know that. That's fair. Man, you got a fucking free pass on forgetting anything, didn't you? <laughs> Damn yes. It. Yes, I did. <laughs> Maybe I gotta get my character killed. Just you wait, buddy. Oh, cool. Just Thanks. you wait. <laughs> uh, I got plans within plans. For who? Everybody. Yeah. Uh, to say. Petra goes and stares up at this monolithic statue, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he leans over to Levette and says, Who's the lady? Kind of like point at myself, like, what, me up? Wait, that's uh, the Queen of Dalham. Huh. She says, it doesn't I... exactly look like this anymore. Really? Why is that? Just got older. We all age, I guess. Some miles and miles of Exactly how old is she? I have no idea. No idea. That old, huh? huh? Was she fair to you the last you were here? Yeah, I still have no idea about that one. I think so. You speak in riddles. I listen to the riddle. It's just a confusing situation. So I'm peeking my head around, trying to see if Karis and Sol are gone. I've been kind of standing on the opposite side of Vera from them, I figure, up to this point. Mm-hmm. And if Vera going means that they go, then I'll kind of stick with the big guy. Okay, so you see Sol and Alec go off down one of the main streets shopping after the group kind of says that they're going to split up and meet back here at some point later tonight. But basically, you know, everybody intended on spending down their, their recent gains and money. Vera also walked out down another street, leaving Karis and you two. Patrick comes to his senses for a second and is like, oh, damn it. Where, where did Soul go? I do not want to know. There's enough going Fuck. on that I really would as well not find out right now. Fuck. What? I didn't well, know you spoke like that. Much you do not know about me yet. Yes, I, I know. I've been asking, but you have been purposely catchy. Tell me I'm talking inside. Well, for now, I, who was that they were with? Um, that's a... Man, you keep asking very complicated questions. <laughs> it's let, just uh, he is part of the local law enforcement. So Sol is safe. With him? Uh, I mean, I trust him enough. Right? Let me put it this way. If Sol is going with someone that he me kissy face with, you're not going to stop them. Mm-hmm. 
point taken. I have five. <laughs> so. Well, you are small. You need protecting. Well, except the big guy. Kind of like, yeah. Look Archie, at like, like uh... Archie takes a step closer to you and just looks down at Petra. <laughs> Kneels down to get an eye level. <laughs> you are very shiny. Oh, wait. Well, what did he say? Oh, uh, he's just saying thank you. You are quite well. Though I don't know if you can fit in many of the places and shops in this town. Oh, uh, you would be surprised. Thought you can fit in pretty tight spots when uh, you have to. Hmm. Which Never uh, are you thought Archie will going to have to be indoors about? I will get you something nice you put opposite. Archie nods. Well, I guess then may I accompany you into this town? I'm sure. You seem to know at least a little bit more than me. In general, yeah. That's okay. So, uh, yeah, I think you'd probably be pretty lost. I just say I'm your chaperone. I do oh, not mind good. that. Right, well, come on. Let's roll. What do you need to buy? How much do you have to spend? I don't you think they would take for them to be willing to be in the factory here on their hill. I might be able to get something like that started. No, maybe it's something a bit more sure. Well, I will say, from my experience, you give enough coin, people will move heaven and earth. Okay, well, it's not that much fun. Uh, then they'll move pretty quickly. How much do you have to spend? <laughs> I just give them a very suspicious look. Enough? But why? What would be... Well, if you need it fast, there's, as the saying goes, you can have it fast, you can have it cheap, or you can have it good. Pick two. I, I mean, uh, most of these things I'm looking for complete repel. Oh, that is wonderful. Let's go find it then. <laughs> Very strange look to Petra. You like me is quite old. Not what I would have expected from anything I know about you. As I've said, I'm sworn to protect all in my charge. You are one of them. You got in a confrontation with Veralva? She seemed quite agitated. Petra furrows his brow, says, For now, there is nothing to worry from Vera. I'm not worried about Vera. I have been through enough to know she has my back. I am worried about someone that she is worried about. Needs to give me reason not to. It is a general disagreement, but nothing to be terribly concerned about. Let's just say it is a difference in philosophy. And what is your philosophy here? I follow the path of Eden. Vera doesn't seem terribly fond of Eden. No, she's not been really popular around here. I think you gave me my little late buddy, I'd say. Enough Eden family head around here is just on his way out. Pedro looks very saddened by that and says, From what I was told, they were a good person. Yeah, right, all right, well, yeah, let's talk about this. Just start walking off in a direction towards chopping stuff. All right. And Petra follows, clanking in his blade armor. All right. In that case, you start walking further toward the shopping district, and as you leave, Karis is going to go off in a different direction as well. So the two of you head deeper into town, and you find sets of shops selling various kinds of wares. There's to be a healthy economy around here. What sort of shops are you looking for? Well, I can have this stuff figured out before the next session, but I don't really see the value in holding up this to get it. Could okay. be like, oh, cool, look at this neat new thing. But I think that right now, Petra's still been cagey enough with Lovette that she's going to be cagey in response. Two cagey characters walking through a cagey city. I know, right? <laughs> wait, wait, I want to get wait, some pancakes. That's well, what I'm going to do. Is there a fluffy pancake vendor? There is a nearby restaurant, yeah. Alright, I'm gonna go. You were actually here last time when you had pancakes. It was at the Inn Inn. 
Oh, great. Wait, the NN? Mm-hmm, the That's NN. not where we stayed, is it? It is the where you stayed, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know if I can go back in there. <laughs> why, why is that? Because last time I threw a drunken fit. <laughs> and I almost got arrested. It's been a couple yeah. of days. Maybe they forgot. <laughs> it's straight up better than Wait, how long has it been? Week. It's been like a week. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Okay. I'm going to go with anyway. I'll just pancakes. Okay. So you all make a loop through some merchants. You have a short conversation. And eventually, maybe shopping happens off camera. Maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. We'll figure that out later. And then you all head back to the Central Forum. And you go over to the NN. Go ahead and roll a d20, Levet. <laughs> oh, spaghetti Oh, oh no! <laughs> Alright, so look at it. Oh boy, I love You this. walk into the inn, and as soon as you do, the bartender looks up and goes, Oh, oh no, 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 not again. No, 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 not again. No. You. Pedaling out the door. <laughs> Petra steps in front of that and says, Hold on, friend. What? What? No, Wait, right. between the, the bartender. The bartender and looks up, looks up no, at no, you. No, no, he's pretty valid in how he feels. I think we can go get lunch. Hold on, hold on, oh, Miss Lavette, hold on. I have not been introduced. My name is Petravian. Good evening, Petravian. You are here for a drink or a food? Something to fill your stomach, or something to wet your whistle? A little both, if you happen to have it. I do. Afraid your friend there, though. She may not be welcome in here after last time. Tell me, what did she do last time? Well, threw bottles, knocked over tables, attacked a patron. It was a bit of a scene. She had to be hauled out of here. So, Travian goes, hmm. Squint said, Miss Leved says, huh. Well then, how about this? He reaches into his gold sack. (laughs) His gold sack. What a oh, wonderful man. sack. It's a gold sack. It's, it's, I didn't know it was gold. It's huge and gold. It's huge and it's, gold. And it is shiny and it is it has been polished to a nice sheen. Yep. Sack onto the tape. Uh. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, Petra retrieves 20 gold pieces and says, Will this cover your memory? The barkeep looks at the 20 gold pieces and says, For this amount, I think it will. Your friend can come in and drink. I'm not gonna drink, I just want food. No, no. We're having at least one. What? I don't... What do you want? It's like... What time is it? At this point, it'd be like 8.30, 9pm. Oh, okay. Alright, so the barkeep takes the money off the table and goes ahead and pours you both a drink as sort of a olive branch then. So, sets an ale down in front of each of you. Thank you. Thank you as well, I suppose. Think nothing of it. Now, you always raise hell where you go? Um, well... Not on purpose. Okay. Those seem to be a kind of a plan. Really don't mind a little bit of mischief. And sometimes it's more than mischief. Make a wow. perception check, please. Both of you. 13. Okay. 13 from Travian. Only 21 from Levette. Levette, as you're talking, Travian's looking at you. You're, I'm assuming you're both sitting at the bar, because why yes. not? Petravian's looking at you, and as you're looking at Petravian, you see on the other side of Petravian is a barmaid carrying an enormous platter of pancakes. She walks them past Petravian and past you and sets them down on a table nearby in front of a single patron. It's Karis. Oh my gosh. 
I'm gonna turn away. We're like, oh boy, I did not say this. This is bad. Now, did I see? Once it got passed into your line of sight, you saw it as well. And then, if you watched it, you saw where it landed, and you see Kara sitting at the table at the side of the bar. Petravian brightens up and raises his mug and says, "Miss Miss Karis." <laughs> Karis looks up like a startled rabbit, looks over and sees you, and then does like a half-hearted hello wave, and then just sort of looks uncomfortable as to what to do next. Well, that is hyperventilating. Petravian stands up and says, "Let's go sit and, and we can enjoy some pancakes." Petravian spins Levette around and says, "Let's go sit with her." No, oh, it's fine. That, she seems to have plenty of pancakes. It would be rude to leave a lady by herself. Come on. I like look over his shoulder at Karis, still trying really hard to maintain my breath. She's sort of still like looking at the two of you, like not sure what you're doing. And she's just she avoiding <laughs> looking at me. No, again. not really. She's just watching the both of you, not sure what's going to happen next. But she's got this big, like, steaming platter of pancakes in front of her that Fine, she, she, she has not, she has not yet <laughs> dug into. Petravian stands up and leans to Levette and says, Fortune favors the bold, Miss Levette. No, I realize that is not true. That is made up by a bunch of lunatics. Petravian walks on over to Karis's table and says, Do you wait, mind if wait. we join you? Uh, not at all. Have have a seat, Petra. Wonderful. Miss Levette is sitting right over there. I think she should join us as well. Get some more pancakes and just go to town. Sure, that'd be fine. Wonderful. Petravian turns around and waves Levette on over. Hop down from my stool, grab my drink, and kind of avoid eye contact as I shuffle over. So, Levette walks up to the table and sits down. At this point, Karis is kind of just like staring at, at her pancakes, not saying anything, and also not eating. Now, do you take yours with butter or syrup? Honey, actually. Well, that's wonderful. Too bad we don't have Miss Vera around. Uh, yeah, I think she, she was shopping. Maybe not quite as much as she likes. But she was the one who got me onto it. Miss Karis, what seems to have tr- so troubled? Uh, well, it's... <clears throat> it doesn't really concern you. Not to sound rude. No, that's quite alright. I completely understand. I knew. I, I take my pancakes with butter and syrup. Fine choice. Does Karis happen to have any, uh, beverage? <laughs> yes. A single stein of milk. Milk, not wine. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Hmm. I see you t- also take your pancakes with milk. Goes better with the pancakes, obviously. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah, um, wine and pancakes don't really mix that well. I believe a honeymead would work. She shrugs. <laughs> well, then let's chow down. Bet I could eat more pancakes than you. Fabian. What? I appreciate the friendliness, but I want you to understand that we are at a point in our journey where we are more receptive to trust and honesty than we are to a good food. Hmm. So, if we seem cold now, once we learn more about you, that will be over. Well then, we seem to be hanging at a low at the moment. What questions do you have? Well, um, you don't appear entirely human, exactly, based on your <laughs> size and, well, skin tones and colorations and then those sort of things on your forehead. I'm imagining that you're an Oread, is that right? Very perceptive. Those Top marks. Can I roll something to know what that means? Yeah, of course. Uh, give me a... History? Yeah, history or 
Planes would be fine. I don't have that. I have history. Okay. 20 total. Mm. You don't know much. You know that Oreads are elemental earth-blooded people, but you don't really know anything else about them. But they basically have some sort of connection to the plane of Earth, to the elemental concept of Earth. I see. So, where did you come from? Well, a rather long story. I'm from the holy city of Inville. Really? She nods. They have Great Temple to Eden there, if I recall correctly. Maybe. I've, I don't think I've ever been there. I spent most of my time underground. She looks a little embarrassed to say that. Did you work for the sewer system? She shakes her head now. Not exactly. Um, I was in a different kind of organization that didn't really, um, wasn't very active on the surface. Hmm. Can Petravian roll some knowledge on that? Sure, sure, sure. I guess it would be knowledge religion? Sure. Nice. That is a 19 adjusted to 24. Okay. You know that the... The Holy City has representation of a bunch of different religions. They kind of almost have a universal acceptance of most every religion. The only ones that aren't accepted there are all basically really, really extreme. They're the only ones that are not really allowed to exist in the city. So if she was part of an order that, that was underground, that was underground, then it must be, by that stretch, it must be very out there. Many of the orders that don't practice in light, I know to be questionable, but you seem to have broken from them and found a new family. Yeah, something like that. I kind of uh, I kind of owe my life to this group, I guess. She kind of shoots a glance at Levette and sort of gives a, like a half smile when she says that. Yeah, don't owe us anything. I mean, I'm pretty sure Warren would have killed me without all of you, so I think I do. Yeah, we wouldn't know that happened. Built especially for us. By the way, she scoffs a little bit at what Levette said. Who is this Warren? Bad guy. Pretty wasted, fucked up dude. Hmm. Dead. That's who he is. He's dead. Yeah. I'll see him called him out. Karis nods. Well. So, where are you from? I... I come from the Protean Empire. Really? That far west? Interesting. You met Corona, I take it. She nods. Well, they saved me, so to speak. I asked for help, and they gave it. And... Over this long stint with them learning, I came to know the Council of Eden, and they charged me with coming here. It wasn't by boat, though. <laughs> what did they save you from, if you don't mind me asking? Myself? To put a fine point on it, myself. Physically risk because of your actions? Clouding people close to you? I would not be welcome back. I don't regret what I did in any way, shape, or form. But I most certainly would be strung up by my heels. Okay. Just let us know your lady ability to talk. Tell me about Marcus. Uh, well, that expression really darkens as soon as you say that. Uh, he he was very special. This lady wheel. So the times that we saw that he was crazy as that he was lying to us. Karis giggles a little bit of what you're saying. And the times that we were more lady sure he was you know, had it all going on up there, but uh, when it turned out, it was a lot more he just didn't say. <laughs> I think I called him a liar the first time I met him. He I had mean, some insane story about not having a soul. You should have held the first one about being uh, an alien or something. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, about where he said he was from another world. Yeah, it was, I guess it's kind of the nonsense we're getting into now, but yeah. 
I, uh, who would have thought that after everything was said and done, we'd be going to another world ourselves? <laughs> Karis kind of stares off into the middle distance with like just a smile on her face as she kind of goes over some more fond memories. I wasn't really fair to him. I know that now. I, I thought he would be dangerous. It's it's kind of rough going your entire life learning and reading about things and then realizing that the assumptions you make based on texts sometimes they don't hold up in the real world and you have to kind of accept the fact that you are maybe wrong about a lot of things. I know I came in after he passed, but I also know to, I noticed that Miss Sorry, Soul seemed to have a great fondness for the halfling. I mean, probably, but at the same time, Soul seems to have a fondness for a lot of people. Soul is a pretty fond person. Well, halflings have a way of making your life better. It's an interesting thing for an Oread to say. Do you know many halflings? At the time, I didn't know, but I knew not they were half. But how would you miss that? Especially at your size. In my size, everybody's small. Everybody's smaller to me. And, well, when you grow up not being exposed to many people, you don't know any different. But there was one that made my life very fun. Fun is certainly a thing that seems congruent with the happenings I know. I don't know whatever happened to him, but I left in such a hurry. What does the name of this happening you know? Without I ask. It has been a long, long time since I said it. Like, I can see his face. Corvaeus. All I ever knew him as, just Corvaeus. <laughs> He'd sneak into the into the house. My parents never saw him. Not once. He'd sneak in and out. I mean... I might have misunderstood, but I don't want to pry too much at this point, but is this a, a, a romantic relationship? No, no. He was... I see. He was my truest friend. But... Well, Take it from me, as that does not necessarily mean it was not romantic. Curious will again scoff. Well, scoff's maybe not the right word. She kind of snorts, trying to hold in laughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was that one time we arranged my mother's entire pantry. I got in such trouble. What? That sounds crazy. It would drive yeah. me insane, but uh, okay. Yeah, but my punishments were never rough. Hell, I don't even think you could have called them really punishments. I look back now and look, it seems more like training. That sounds pretty rough to me. Unless I'm thinking of the wrong kind of training. Well, she was a cleric. She was a cleric of Eden. Oh, your, your mother was? Yes. She was a cleric of Eden, and her punishments always seemed strange at the time. But, as I said, it was more training than I thought, than I knew. Do you say was? You open up. Well, a story that may be a story for another day, but for now, I have nothing but fond memories of her. I can relate to her this way. Petrian, who asked you to join us in this? As I said, the Council of Eden. They believe me. What are your personal feelings on this mission? If you say that you are waiting to go in knowing that you might not come back, is it because your devotion to your order? Because that is how you feel. It is something that must be done. I know the risks if we fail. So, there are always people to do it. And we are prepared to do it with our help. So, going to ask again, do you have a personal reason to fight this fight? Petrus gets a very steely look and stares straight into Levette and says, I was charged with this. I see. 
I was told I was to take on a great burden. It smells in the building. It's not the way of the risk of hanging over us. It's the capacity to deal with that risk. If you have a personal investment, if your emotions are driving you, then when shit hits the fan, which it absolutely will, you will know what is important to you and what you need to do, but you won't be getting any hours. So I, I really do appreciate you sharing this personal information and trying to earn that trust, but uh, forgive me for not being attached. Does not seem like your chances right now are too good. I will have to earn it then. And I do sincerely hope you will. You know these pancakes are not going to eat themselves. Oh, oh Karis has been eating the pancakes for a while now. No, no. She's probably not making a lot of noise, but she's been eating them since... Yeah, probably since she said how she takes them. Also, I do like the fact that you both sat down at a table and started eating Karis's food. <laughs> like, neither of you ordered your own food, you just started taking Karis's. No, that's why I haven't eaten any, because I was not going for a pancake. I wasn't exactly clear on how many there were, but I assumed that... Oh, no. We Karis, were or, for... Karis ordered an insane amount. Far more than a normal okay. person should be able to eat. She just went overboard. Okay. She deliberately ordered more than she could eat. Okay. Well, then I will do that, yeah. I'll body language gesture, be like, can I have some pancakes? She looks up at you from her pancakes, and she nods and says, yeah, it's... It was Marcus's favorite food, wasn't it? Yeah, that's kind of what up in my head, too. Personally, I prefer either waffles or maybe a good omelet. Waffles are pretty nice, but well, the, the, the pancakes are just, you should buy them, they are just so fluffy. At a certain point, a server will come by and, you know, either fill people's drinks up or give you guys more food if you need to. Mm-hmm. So the evening will roll on slightly, and... Karis will spend a good deal of it reminiscing about good times, about Marcus, and eventually leading up to an impromptu toast in his memory. She holds up her glass of milk, or her stein of milk, <laughs> and will clink it against your ale to Marcus. Just the craziest little guy we've ever known. And she looks over at Petra and says, You know, I think the expression's pretty apt here. You've got some pretty big shoes to fill. <laughs> so I can imagine. She looks you up and down, sort of more in a way to quantify you as if you were a math equation. So, what can you do? I've seen the armor, I've seen the hammer. You say you worship Eden, guessing you've got some magic. Can you do anything that we should know about? Yeah, especially if there's something, you know, stand back if my eyes start glowing or something like that. Yeah, can you make explosions? Can you call down pillars of fire from the sky? Can you... Slay demons with one stroke of that hammer. Like, what? What are we dealing with here? If we're if we're going to go into battle, which we probably will, what are you capable of? Well, you are right. I am a follower of Eden. She has blessed me with her divine power. From my understanding, I'm not nearly as adept as Marcus was, but I can hold my own in casting. I'd like to see myself as both a cudgel and a shield. I protect. That is who I am. Tell you what, let me show you at least one of my tricks. I'd like to cast Planar Inquiry. Alright, it costs 100 gold in material components per hit dice of creature called. So, what did you want to summon, and how much gold are you spending on it? Okay, you can do 100. <laughs> so, you're, so, so, you're going to, as a fuck-off, show-off spell, just burn 100 gold in front of the party. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, what is he doing? I can't do anything else with it at the moment. Uh, all right. Uh, sure. Okay. 
Okay, let me remove 100 gold from Petravian's inventory. Okay. You summon a Lantern Archon. A small wisp of light appears in front of you. Okay, what does that thing do? In a wow. reverberating voice, it simply says, What knowledge do you seek? Is it uh, giving the dumb little questions this thing has? Pretty much just one at, at the moment. Do you guys have any questions? Yes, but it's not really something I was hoping to ask here. Okay. How about... Possible to restore a destroyed intelligent undead. Alright, Petra, make a caster level check. Okay. That is a 19 adjusted. Okay. The Lantern Archon pulses for a moment and then says that it only has knowledge of the planes. Do you have a question regarding the nature of planes? How to get to the same amount of McGuffin that we had was enough, but we don't have it with us. Do we know where we're going? What is the plane that we're headed to? No, we don't even know what it's called. Hmm. They didn't tell us that much. So essentially we're going to the plane that Larv is in charge of, or...? We're going to the place that the man Glarv is from, which we don't really know if it's like a planar world or like a planet world. I feel like we've been told both at this point. Why don't I ask it to give us information about the plane that Glarv hails from? Yeah. I think that might be very useful information. We could ask him what Glarv is capable of. Uh, Kind of lean in. It's a creature. Now, what weaknesses and abilities does this thing have? Can you tell us this? That's, again, not a knowledge planes check. Wow. What is this no, the pl- we, my guess is you need to find out more information about where you're going, correct? Uh, I, I suppose. I figure we'll find out when we got there. It pulses, yes. What information can you tell us about the plane of, of existence that Glarv hails from? We need to prepare ourselves for whatever may be there. It pulses for a moment and then says, I do not know the entity Glarv. I will return with an answer. And then it fades out of existence. Hmm. It disappears. Harris okay. is just sort of sitting there like, that was sort of unhelpful. These are the things you can do. So you're Probably more of like a sage, like a diviner? Speak with outsiders for information? Information. So say a troll was attacking us. What would you do? Okay. Well, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> yes, it is different. Well, what do you do? Ask if uh, it's all any angels or demons that to step in and help us out or something. I'm still learning, but I do have some spells. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, hypothetically, a troll attacks. What is your move? I would put myself between the group and the troll. Mm-hmm. I would first cast Stone Shield to create another barrier. Okay. And then, as they advance, hit it very, very hard. Okay. Well, um, that's, that's an answer. In the future, you might want to use fire or acid on it. Otherwise, it would kill you. So, just remember that one for next time. Well, you mentioned that I was an Oread, right? Uh-huh. Just so happen to have a nifty little trick I can do with it. Takes the hammer out. This is a lovely establishment. Maybe not in here. Yeah, we should not do anything that could cause a mess in here. Oh, we are never coming back. My heritage affords me special fun little tricks with, as it so happens, acid. Oh, that's interesting. So you can, what, spit acid? No. When I strike with this hammer, it confers to the strike acidic effect to the target. That's pretty nasty. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Who do you hit outside? 
to show this. Uh, I don't hear how being inside would have helped you hit someone. Oh, as I said, this is a nice establishment. There's probably not any rats that I could squish. Wow, damn, that's what I was thinking about the lab. Okay, hmm. I guess. Alright, so you can strike things for acid. Interesting. Okay. Kill rats. You kill rats and summon little motes of light that talk. I mean, yeah, yeah, you definitely have some abilities. I do have the ability to heal. Unfortunately, it can't always aim it. Hits everyone. Karis nods. I, I understand. So it's not as useful in combat. Maybe after, but not directly useful in the heat of battle. I mean, if someone is going to die, do not hesitate just because it will help out. Is the enemy hated them? I can aim it at one person, but that, again, it doesn't always help as much as it needs to. Man, you're really going for the soft set on this, huh? Karis I never want to oversell myself. Karis nods. Never want. I more so want to prove myself through actions, not words. Okay. Well, um, I guess next time we get into some sort of combat situation, uh, you go first, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, proving yourself is great enough, but planning involves well. So, Karis nods. Hmm. So, Petra. Yes. What do you do for fun? Hmm, fun. That was a New Yorkster. <laughs> Do you have a hobby? Well, I mean, when I was with my parents, I dug for rocks. Got pretty like, good at it. Karis just kind of exhales very slowly at that. Uh-huh. I, I like to read, so that's that's an interesting hobby. Um, Lavette here uh, uh, enjoys tinkering with machinery and building things. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Digging holes. Okay. Well, you know, I guess everyone has their own idea of fun. Yeah. I mean, you don't... Does it right. go somewhere? Or is it a thing? No, so no. Place, no, it's to look for gems. What? It's just in a hole? Have you found any? Is it, does it work? Oh, I haven't had much time recently, but when I was younger, I used to dig holes all the time. Find oh, gems like in... all the time, or just the hoods? Yeah, didn't really find things all that often, but when I did, I normally kept it, but sometimes I sold it to help the family. So, how is often is not all that often? No, I mean, you can imagine how stuffy the uh, Council of Eden is. They don't necessarily want holes in their monasteries. Is, is he doing this on purpose? I kind of look at Karis. Karis wordlessly shakes her head no and shrugs. I don't really understand what you are talking about at all. Perhaps, should we speak in Protean? Uh, can you speak in Protean, guys? Is that way to help? She nods <laughs> and starts speaking to you in Protean. Oh, wonderful. So, Petra, her words are... Slow. They're slow and they're carefully pronounced. She's not practiced at speaking this language very often. Travian, how Paris. do you like food? Cooked. <laughs> What food are you best friends with? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's a... <clears throat> what food is of your kindness? Wait. <laughs> she's, like, going over the words in her head, and she's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it. Actually, I think you're a person. What food is my friend? 
things that are not spicy? <laughs> Pedro looked very confused. Huh. So it was, it was not spicy or spicy? He is not a fan of spicy foods. So you dig holes for fun. Yes. You don't enjoy spicy food. Nope. And you are admittedly a lesser spellcaster than Marcus was. Yes. And the halfling lanes to a kitchen. Oh, you're right. We don't want to forget that part. Yeah. Petra, I'm a little concerned. Maybe, what about? Maybe you should... She shrugs her shoulders and makes a gesture with her arms, like an uplifting gesture. Maybe you should dress yourself up a bit more. Huh. Maybe bring a little bit more excitement if the rest of the party were to ask you anything like this. Maybe something mm-hmm. will sound a little bit Mm-hmm. Maybe like a feat of strength that you did, an adventure you went on, so, something to kind of wow people. Hmm. Like a punch the guy so hard, his eyes popped out of his head or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like that. Something like that would be good. Have you ever hit someone with a hammer so hard that they exploded? That would probably impress Vera. Yeah. Well, I, I think that maybe Vera is beyond being impressed by a single man. Well, look, I can hope, all right? You remember when I said Corona saved me from myself? She says, uh-huh, but she's got her mouth full of pancakes. There are atrocities that I like to forget. She swallows what's in her mouth, and she says, You are... And coming from me, I want you to understand how this sounds, but you are really a downer. <laughs> and I wear all black. Can we call these all us? And you just kind of bring the room down. <laughs> do you... Scurry do... <sighs> couldn't escape it at all. She's kind of at a loss for words at this point. <sighs> okay, let me paint you a picture. Yes, I have used this hammer. And yes, I have caved in many, many of beings skull. I don't like to talk about it because it is not who I am now. I'm here to protect. I'm not here to kill. I'm not here to blindly take life. I'm here to protect you all and not be a cudgel like I was. I'm not meant to simply follow the order and go off and murder an entire town. An entire town? This is a thing you are concerned with telling us? I was known as the Stone Hammer of Fury. I was a legionnaire in the army. Huh. Well, I suppose that would explain the stick. The stick? She nods. The stick. Dare I ask where the stick is? Oh, it's up your bum. Oh, I like you, Karis. If it is any consolation to Travion, we do have quite a body count under our belts collectively at this point, but we do not take innocent life lightly. We take even one or two unjustly killed people very, very hard. Not the right place for that, but we do get into some messy situations, and you do need to be able to do what needs doing. So please, Hannah Fury business is indicative of the right attitude. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the stone hammer of fury guy sounds like something that would be useful to us. Right, so yeah. maybe maybe bring some of that energy. When we are in a place like this, then moderation is quite and understandable. But when we are in another world, we don't really know there might be enemies of both sides. There might be no good holding back. Well, I will give it my all. Well, I have no doubt of that. No one here is doubting your dedication, right? But I'm just, you know, rightfully, I think, concerned about 
what you're able to do in a fight. That's all. I'm not trying to be too judgy, I guess. Maybe just, I'm trying to give you a pointer or two to help fit in better. Okay. Don't want to be the outsider forever. So what, what was your favorite food? You just said not spicy, but that's not really all that specific. If I had to narrow it down, it would be an omelet. Oh. I could eat omelets night and day. Okay. That's nice. I mean, fairly easy to get a hold of. Do Do you have a favorite drink? I like wine. She sure does. Petravian's eyes widen. Wine, you say? Mm-hmm. I would have normally been drinking it by now, but I felt like milk would go better with the meal. Miss Karis, I do believe we need to talk more. Oh, uh, all right. Oh, boy. Would you care for a bottle of wine with me? Um, I mean, I'm kind of totally stuffed from pancakes, so maybe in a little while. So, is it true that the Proteans are all wine-obsessed? Well, it has to do with, well, at least for the military... It was often the safest drink to bring with us. It may not necessarily been the freshest, but the wine casks, after a good battle, would flow like water. Hmm. Is that an interesting kind of place? What constitutes a good battle to you? One that you live? Oh, anyway, I suppose we are on the same page as well. But I find that survival rate goes up when battling goes down. <laughs> not always allowed to not fight when part of the Legion. Um, actually, it's not just a Legion thing I have found. Hopefully, it's all set at some point, I'm sure. I'm sure all your those in your party fight. Nobody runs. Not anymore. Petra raises an eyebrow. Not anymore. <clears throat> Who would run? Oh, I shouldn't say such Certainly not Miss Vera. No, certainly there isn't. not. I don't think that she's capable of it. Not to find Miss Karras here. I mean... I'm not exactly the bravest person in the group. You're extremely brave. But put up with everything you've put up with already is brave. She shrugs. Moving forward, that's what happened with Marcus is brave. I mean, it's all I can do now, and besides, what, I think what Vera told me before helped. She said that if Marcus was going to die, then at least this was a way to make something good out of it. So, I guess if, if this is how it had to be, then it, I'm... Glad you got your friend back. I'm happy for you. You'll see stories next, I think, right? Maybe. Maybe. I, this time I am the one who is helping a bit. I guess you'll have to tell me more about this story. <laughs> Maybe at another time. Yeah, I think that it's, it is getting a bit late. Let's see, out of character, it has probably moved on to about... I was going to say about 11 o'clock, but yeah, you're pretty close. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. I'll say, let us stay here one more time. Oh, I think we should stick around for a little bit longer. Remember that little guy that came around? The little Archon? What? He'll be back. All right. So, I guess to pass the time, Karis will ask one of the servers to bring a table game. So, they bring a, a small game that's sort of like chess. I don't no. play Karis in this game. Ooh. Oh, like, okay. Playing a smart person's game is the thing that... Yeah, okay. In that case, the way we're going to do that is I would like you to make either a wisdom or an intelligence check. Intelligence. That is a nat 20 
Oh shit! For twenty-four. Nice. Right. Well, that's gonna put on her A game when playing against Carrie. She's like, "Fuck, I'm playing against a smart person. I gotta right. look cool." So you play against Karis, and you actually soundly defeat her. Wow. Yeah. You pull off some moves at, like after the rules are explained. You start to play it, and you, you like crush her within a handful of moves. And she's a little bit stunned by the whole thing. She's like, "Oh wow." Oh yeah, this is just a new tweak that Moyola taught me when I was younger. All right, well, it won't go so easy on you in the second one. <laughs> oh, I better not. They'll be boring. Okay. Oh Another shit! Natural what? 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 No! 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 no. <laughs> that is All right. So this time, Karis puts on a much stronger showing. Mm-hmm. And the game will last for about 45 minutes. The two of you making, thinking, making moves, thinking, making moves. And eventually, after about 45 minutes, you get the upper hand and you win the second game. Do the little, like, forehead tap. You were so close, Kelly's. Well, at least that was much better. That was so great, physical joke. Don't, don't. Wait, okay. I, Look, I don't, I, I just had a good teacher. I'm not really that silly or anything. Hmm. She goes to reset the board when a little white light winks back into existence. Ah. Petravian. Archon, tell me, what have you found? The Lantern Archon pulses a few times and says, The being known as Glarv originated from a realm known as Nevakin. That world is dark. I'm guessing there's not too much in the way of sunlight in that world. There is sunlight. Your language is somewhat limited. The world is desolate. There is no life. As of a few centuries ago, a great cataclysm struck that world and eliminated all life that carries a soul. A great culling took place. Is this an ongoing effect? Mm, that is unlikely. All that remains now are echoes of the past. I see. But I suppose this has been stated because we can bring this information back to the others. Also dangers in this world? There are dangers on the planet, yes. As there are dangers in every pocket of reality. But what kind of dangers are there? Echoes of the past. What, what, what can those do? They could harm you. Is there a way to protect yourself from that harm? My guess is fight. I don't want to leave it to guessing if we have something that knows. Are the creatures there known more colloquially as undead? That is possible. You may wish to wrap yourself in a protection spell. That may make that realm somewhat more palatable. Protection against the... against what? Yeah, against evil. The world has fallen. What remains is no longer gentle or lifely. It is simply echoes of what it used to be. It is not a pleasant place. I wish you'd asked about a pleasant place. <laughs> yeah, if we wish we were going to a pleasant place, so must be more we can find it out. We can get as much as we can out of this. Is a, a being known as Talisa living on this world? I do not know. Why? Unlikely, as nothing lives on that world anymore. How could we destroy it? She's already destroyed. I think we have to just prep as best we can. At least we know to go get some protections against evil. Yes. Is uh, it clear the current inhabitants of this world? Are they magical in nature? Somewhat. Okay. They are unnatural. They are natural, right? Uh, they have saved them. A bound, perhaps, of magical enchantments to Archibald. Archon, do you know if these creatures 
would fit the description of lost souls. The Archon says, I'm familiar with the concept. Okay. I think we have our work cut out for us. The Um, Lantern Archon agrees and then winks out of existence. I'm unfortunately having to play with Callus on this one. That was a huge down now. (laughs) Finding out information. Sometimes not always the best thing. But positive. Well, at least we know the name of the realm now. I mean, it's meaningless to me, but maybe, maybe book, maybe Matilda yes. will know something about it. The book. I have other questions for the book. We will bring it to them. The book, and uh, maybe we we'll fill in the gaps. Then, Travian, are you able to create circles protecting us from evil? Actually, yes. As two spells known as magical circle against evil and protection against evil. Maybe you'll earn your key back for He sits up all proud of himself. Well, I'm getting a little tired of beating Callies at this game. I think I will uh, back at you for the money. Karis just grimaces at you. Yeah, well, I just shoot her finger guns. Oh, hold on, Levette. You've, you've got something on your nose. She oh. reaches over and brushes your nose. <laughs> it gives you a nosebleed. <laughs> okay, I deserve that one. She smirks at you and says, have a good night. She gets out from the table. I think we touched things over that either, so that's good. How much does it cost for me to get a room? Oh, a room is whatever, two, three gold? Three gold, okay. And then one thing I'm going to do once I have a room mm-hmm. is I'm going to use that scroll of sending. All right, and what would you like to send? Hello, mother. This is Jose. Myra is on a ship headed for the steam iron. Please make sure she arrives home safely. Do I get a response? Your response is, Hello, dear. I'm very glad your plan succeeded. We'll meet her at the docks, and we'll deliver the news to her mother. We love you, too. Aww. So, your sending scroll burns up. Mm-hmm. So, Karis heads off to bed. What do you two do? Levette um, was booking a room. So what's Petravian do? I'd like to find some more information about that plane. See if I can find anything. I'm guessing all the places will be closed. That would be correct, oh. being that it's almost Five. midnight. Okay, here's a question. This is, this is out of character. How does Vera's God works differently than Eden? In yes. That, in that they don't pick up the phone. They don't respond. Deliverer no. picks up the phone basically every time Vera calls. Oh, no, 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 no. The other way around. Other way around. <laughs> Vera also picks up the phone every time Deliverer calls. Mm-hmm. They have no, a very personal relationship. Yes. No, I'm saying... Uh, oh, you're saying Eden doesn't listen. Not that they don't listen. They Eden just listens listen. better if you have a soul. Yeah, well, that's true. You're asking, is Eden going to have a personal relationship with you and be like, hey, how you doing today? Let's talk about shit. It's not really how the deities work. What are you asking? I don't really understand. You said no, they're different, no, no. but what, like, in what way are you asking? That's what I'm saying, is that Eden lets the call go to answering machine. No, no, not exactly. That's also no, not no. quite accurate. Right. Oh. Like, okay. I'm saying that was because Marcus didn't have a soul. Yes. If you're some sort of divine spellcaster... Then basically every time you cast a spell, you are effectively communing with your god. Correct. Those powers are coming okay. from your god directly. Yeah, Those aren't your me. abilities. Garvin was like the middleman. Correct. On, on your powers last time, so he was effectively communing with Eden directly every time. It's basically like Marcus's butt dial on Eden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I love that explanation. But if you're asking, like, are you going to have personal conversations with Eden? No. No, you're not. That's not how okay. it works. Okay. Okay, then. I do not have a plan for the evening, then. 
aside from probably check into the inn. Petra doesn't know about the book yet, and everybody's probably going to go try to talk to the book. Unless Souls just already ran off and talked to the book. Eh. Alright, so it is currently February the 9th, evening, around 6pm. You find yourself in the central forum of the city of Hale in the country of Daraham. You're in the central forum with you and Alec and Vera and Petra and Lavette. Petra and Lavette sort of go off in a different direction to the market district to go shopping. Vera also goes off on their own as well. And you and Alec are sort of left standing off to the side in the center forum. Well, I, I didn't expect them to just go so fast, but I, I mean, I guess we are on a mission, so it makes sense. <laughs> I suppose so. Did you have anything in mind that you were looking to purchase? Oh yeah, really quick stuff. I was going to make my armor a little bit better and my weapon a little bit better. Uh, know any places? <laughs> I know the best places. Come along. He holds his arm out for you to link into it with his arm. Oh yeah, we're... I think Soul is smiling, but it's very slight blush, but they look like they're enjoying the gesture. And mm-hmm. they link arms with him. And at first it's, it's very ladylike, where mm-hmm. you kind of have it perched a little bit, but you're only attached slightly. Mm-hmm. And I think as the walk continues, they slowly lean into the arm and then eventually just kind of have it hugged. Alright. So Alec will lead you down a couple of the side streets and you end up in an area of various shops and businesses. He's going to take you to an enchanter that he has used in the past. Fancy. You find an enchanting shop. There's a single simple sign over the business that just says Chambers. Okay. It doesn't really look like much from the outside, but Hmm. this is the place that Alec takes you directly to. Okay. I trust his opinion. Ah. It's his city. (laughs) I met this enchanter a while ago, and, well, I've gotten some great items out of this place. Well, I look forward to meeting them, then. Thank you for taking me here. He sort of turns his head and looks at you. He looks into your eye, smiles, and touches the tip of your nose. Boops your nose and says, well, let's see about getting you uh, some new items. He walks up to the door and opens it for you. Hmm, thank you. They get a little slouchy because you know how you kind of put your arms forward. When you're embarrassed, you go a little bit forward a bit. Your, like, torso. Mm-hmm. Soul's body language is very readable currently. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And they, they go into the shop. All right. So you walk into the shop. Again, it's just listed as chambers. And you go inside, and it appears to be a relatively dim and poorly lit establishment couple of wall sconces with some candles in them but for the most part it's low light vision yeah you're fine for the most part it's pretty dim in here you see a couple of arcane scrolls and things scattered out on some tables and there's some various bits of art on the walls but there's really not a lot of inventory around Mm -hmm. it doesn't look like this is a person that has a lot of stuff in stock buy looks like this is more of a person than chance thing that people would bring in Okay. Soul's probably still as walking in, just looking around, mm-hmm. fascinated. They've always kind of liked architecture or even how people decorate. So they're just wide-eyed. Ooh, ah. <laughs> they kind of get to the center and turn back and look at Alec quizzically. He walks up to the counter, looks around, doesn't really see anybody. And he kind of says, Billy, are you in? And from a little distance away, you hear a voice. Oh, sorry. One moment. And walking into the room is a, say, someone who looks to be 
mid-twenties, maybe. Comes in holding, like, a stack of scrolls. Human, female, relatively average height. Okay. Brown hair. Comes in, dumps the scrolls down, says, Ah, Alec, uh, did you need more things enchanted for your next mission? Says, No, no, it's not for me this time. This is for my partner. Sol pokes their head out from behind him and waves. Oh, hi there. Hi there. So, what did, what did you need enchanted? Oh, um, Sol looks frazzled for a second. Uh, just a couple of things. Um, my armor and my weapon. Uh, the weapon's a little bit different, though. I hope it won't give you too much issue. Oh, it's no problem at all. So, can I see it? Sol takes out Symphonia's wit and kind of gingerly puts it down, and they look a little more attached to it since they've been using it. Mm-hmm. Before, it was like something to make music with. Mm-hmm. They made it themselves, after all. So, Billy will pick it up and kind of turn it over in her hands, look at it, and flip it into battle state, basically. Yeah. So, like, flip, flip it back and forth to see how the mechanisms work. Mm-hmm. You made this yourself? Uh, yeah, back when I was at an academy. Wow. This is a really nice craftsmanship. Uh, it's been enchanted before, though, so I'm sure someone's done something better than I could have. So, what would you like to put on it today? I was hoping lightning. Ooh, some electricity, huh? Okay. Yeah. She goes and starts rummaging through a pile of scrolls. I think while that's happening, Soul's starting to take off their armor that's under their shirt. <laughs> it just looks really silly, probably. So your armor's under your shirt? Usually. Okay. So you have to take your shirt off to take your armor off, or how does that... Yeah, I think they go under. You wouldn't want to wear it against skin because it will pinch. Okay, gotcha. Then, In then it's... all the wrong places. <laughs> then it's over my clothing, then. Okay. Soul's still not the best at taking clothes off themselves, let's be honest. That's true. Not a whole lot of practice there. <laughs> While Billy's doing her thing, they're trying to get it off. And <laughs> well, Ale- Alec will happily assist with that. That's good. So. Soul looks embarrassed at needing help. So he helps get your chain shirt off, and you lay that down on the table. And Billy will pull out an electricity enchanting supplies, a scroll, and some other various items. She's like, well... Um, let's see. So, I can work that into this weapon, and I see that it already has some basic enchantments on it. Mm-hmm. And then the armor, what did you... How, how much more protection did the armor need? If possible, a major protection spell in it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I think I can work that out. Let's see. She goes through some of her supplies and starts pulling out, like, various powders and, and other strange arcane objects. Mm-hmm. And more scrolls, of course. Uh, okay, I think it would come up to about 14,000. That's fine. Soul goes into their mini bag of holding, and <laughs> they look like they're rummaging through a little way too deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just pull a big sack out and put it on the table. I'm gonna have to sort through this real quick. <laughs> wow. Okay. So she sets the stuff to the side and starts to uh, basically weave energy into your weapon and your armor. She has like the scroll set in front of her on one side, the item to the other side, and she's sort of moving her hands around and various blue energy seems to be moving around her fingers and into the items, at least for the chainmail. For the warlier, it's not so much blue energy so much as it's like electricity. So cool. So while that's happening, I think Soul gets through the money enough and puts the rest of what they don't need in their bag. Okay. So at that point, she finishes up the enchanting and sets both items back on the table. Says, all right, I think that will do it. It's good to see that you've made a friend again. She says that. She says that to Alec, Alec. and Alec kind of like looks a little bit timid about that. 
Yeah. There is a raised eyebrow. Well, uh, is, is that everything? She says, looking back to you. Is it possible to enchant this? And Sol takes off their headband. Oh, uh, of course. This is an interesting piece of equipment, too. She <laughs> takes a look at it and sees, like, the metal bits and how it's got the ability to fold down and fold back up. I had some eye troubles in the past, and Sol will just show them detect magic real quick it's to like, show oh, the glow. It's interesting. Who worked that enchantment? Can, no, never mind. Sol tilts their head. No, no, go ahead. Uh, What's I up? Was, I, I'm sorry, I've been letting my curiosity get the better of me. I shouldn't really ask personal questions of my clients. Curiosity is great for people. I fully well think it's good for you. Go ahead, ask me. Uh, I was I was going to ask if I could touch it. Soul kind of blushes. <clears throat> yeah, just uh, give me a second so I'm ready. <laughs> and then Soul kind of leans forward, and they're looking up so that they're keeping their eye open. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm ready. She reaches forward and touches it. Wow, it's it's warm to the touch too. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I wonder what kind of enchantments were weaved into this. And you said you can use it to detect magic as well? Yeah, and I can actually put a barrier around me, like a protection thing. Wow. Multifunction, and you can see through it. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's some really nice handiwork. I would have to meet this enchanter someday. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll bring him here sometime. There is a very quick glance at Alec to see his reaction. He has a very neutral expression right now. Mm-hmm. He's not letting anything out right there. All right. But if you want to ask anything else, feel free. <laughs> uh, well, no, I think that's that's about all my curiosity. I, I assume you don't want to take it out. <laughs> <laughs> There's a grimace. It's a. It was hard enough to get in. I, I understand. Uh, it's, it's okay. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. It's just it's such an interesting item. When we see things like that. Full of surprises, I guess. <laughs> all right. So that will up your deflection AC by two points. Cool. So you still have enough money that you could buy a plus two stat item with that cape? Okay. Cape. <laughs> cool. Cost 4,000 gold. Cool. So you said you asked her for a cloak of charisma? Yeah. Or something like that? Okay, so she's going to rummage through some fabric, and she's going to ask you to help pick out what you want it to look like. <gasps> okay. She opens up like a nearby wardrobe, mm-hmm. and it's got a bunch of cloak blanks in it. Cool. You know I'm looking for that color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Sol's looking through and trying to find the closest color to their family colors, that maroony, pinky color. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is not one of that color. There's one that's like a deeper maroon that's close. Mm-hmm. So she turns and looks and says, is there anything in here that looks right? This one, I think, is close enough. This'll do. Oh, no, no. There's no such thing as close enough. What? Is there something wrong with this one? Is it... Oh, uh, and Sol taps their mantle that they have on currently. I just wanted something a little bit closer to this color. Oh. But it's oh, fine. It's, I can... Ha! Huh. <laughs> that's, that's no trouble at all. So she takes the cloak out of the wardrobe, rather the cloak blank, sizes it up to you, holds it up to the other color that it's supposed mm-hmm. to be, and she wraps it up in a ball. She crumples it up in this small ball of cloth in her hands, mm-hmm. and she sort of shakes it a little bit and then flicks it back out, and it's the right color. Soul looks like they're having a great day. <laughs> they look so happy. That's amazing. It, how? It just how? needed to be told what the right color was, that's all. <laughs> You're amazing, you know that? <laughs> she shrugs. I just like enchanting, that's all. Well, now that it's the right color, you need to size it right. Is so it she... possible to have it on my shoulder off to the side? And Soul kind of makes a gesture of 
how they'd want it to be. Mm-hmm. And kind of attached around the neck to the other shoulder area? Or is that too complicated? Is that stupid? I don't know. She just sort of laughs and flips it kind of over your head and connects it, clasps it together. Even though it was just a blank a second ago, Yeah. it now looks more finished somehow, just what? as you described it. So, like, as you're describing what the item is supposed to look like, it's becoming more and more accurate to what it's supposed to be. So, at least in my drawings, I've kind of given Alec a small side shoulder cape kind -hmm. of thing. I think Soul got a little bit of inspiration from him in a way. Hmm. Notably, cloaks are super common from their dad and grow as well, but this one doesn't have any fur. Right. Very specific. (laughs) There, how does that look? It looks amazing. This is so cool. They're, like, spinning around a little bit. Oh okay. my god. If you look at the cloak, the enchantment hasn't been put into it yet to make it a yeah. cloak of charisma. It's still just a cloak blank. The actual texture of the fabric, it looks mm-hmm. very blank right now. Sort of like a velvet, I guess. Okay. And she says, all right, hold still, and I'll put the correct enchantment on it. You got it. So she walks behind you, and you hear a couple of muttered words, and you feel the cloak sort of billow up a little bit on its own. Then drop back down to a resting position. There, I think it's done. What do you think? I think that's amazing. Thank you. So as you look at it now, it has a texture in it that makes it mm-hmm. almost look like feathers. Oh, soul looks like that means a lot to them, to be honest. How did you know? I don't know what you mean. The texture. How did you even do this? Oh, that's that's just the texture that Charisma cloaks. That, that's just the standard. I, I'm sorry. No, it's beautiful. I. That's kind of the you. point. <laughs> and then Sol leans forward and is like, I have one more favor to ask. Sure. What is it? And Sol kind of whispers in details of how they want their outfit to look. Kind of changing up this shirt that kind of goes dress-like and more goes out in these ruffles a little bit at the end. There's more belts and stuff of it. It's like a mix between their winter outfit and their summer outfit that they had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Almost. And... There's actually sleeves, but of course, no, no shoulders, no shoulders. Very specific. And Sol kind of describes this all. Is that a thing that's possible for you to change this? Well, yeah, of course. And Sol's kind of doing this more because they're whispering. They're doing it more as a surprise for Alec. They're being silly and cute. How much would you like for that? Any amount is fine. You know what? You're a friend of Alec. It's on the house. Are you sure? She nods with a smile on her face. Now, close your eyes and think about exactly how you want it to look. Okay. Alright, so you do that, and she says a few more words, and you feel your clothes sort of adjust to your body a bit. Mm-hmm. They sort of shift and change slightly, and for the faintest split second, you almost feel like you're naked. Okay. <laughs> but then, since the clothes are they're all like moving around you, it almost feels like you're not wearing anything, and then suddenly mm-hmm. they all come together, and you feel that they're sitting differently on your body. Okay, you can open your eyes now. Soul opens their eyes, and now, of course, their cloak matches the outfit a lot more now. Mm-hmm. And you see it is exactly how you described it. Soul just looks so happy. Can I hug you? <laughs> she shrugs. I guess. Soul just runs up and hugs her. <laughs> Thank you, Billy. Thank oh, you so much. <laughs> it's no problem. It's a pretty simple spell, really. You are amazing. It may be simple to you, but this is fantastic to me. Wow. It looks exactly... Oh my god, you are amazing. She kind of blushes slightly. And Soul's not thinking currently. They're just in a wow moment, and they just take Billy's hand and just kiss it. Thank you again. And they just hop off to Alec. Oh, now she's really blushing. (laughs) 
And Solkaida does a twirl in front of him. Ta-da! Well, that looks certainly much more interesting looking. It's a nice cloak, too. Thank you. So, you put all of your gear back on, and it seems to fit a little bit better than it did when you came in. Everything sort of just feels fresh and new and clean, almost. That's important for Sol. Well, uh, I know it's probably pretty silly to say, but I think that look actually suits you better. I agree. The old clothes were stuff from home. This is a bit more my idea. Well, you pull off the look nicely. Thank you. (laughs) So, anywhere else you'd like to go? Or have you spent down that entire sack of gold coins? (laughs) I've got a little bit if you want to go out to eat or something. That's on me. What are you hungry for? Oh, And don't say Parthenian. They don't do it well here. (laughs) They did it well in Vel. Anyways, (laughs) you know what? You pick. It's your home. Hmm. I'm sure you know the best places. Do you know a place that I quite enjoy? Care for a walk? I'll go anywhere with you. Alright, so this time instead of holding an arm out for you to take, he sort of holds you along like the small of your back mm-hmm. and walks you through the streets. <clears throat> and it's it's a February evening. It is in-game February 9th. So Alec will walk you through the streets a little bit and lead you it's over. It's colder in Dereham, right? It is. So it's a bit chilly, and the people here are sort of dressed in heavier wools. Mm-hmm. It very much would be reminiscent of Victorian England. Gotcha. There's a lot of thick wool clothing, big hats. The ladies here tend to wear large dresses with lots of petticoats and shit like that. Hmm. Interesting. The soul's kind of looking around and subconsciously they don't really notice the fact that their arms slowly kind of get crossed to hold in more heat. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it a bit too chilly for you? <laughs> I might be a wimp when it comes to the cold. <laughs> I guess that cloak of charisma isn't exactly well insulated. Although it I mean, pardon me for saying, but I do believe it's working. How so? And Sol just tilts their head. You just sort of have a bit of, um, a bit more shine around you, if that makes any sense. Hardy har har. I think that's just naturally me, thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sure it is. <laughs> I can prove it to you. I can take this cloak off right now. <laughs> he chuckles, and he's gonna lean down and plant a kiss in your mouth. Sol kind of stops when that happens. Um, don't you have partners in this town or anything like that? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Like I said, this is about the only city in the world where I can be myself. Okay. I just wanted to check. I didn't want to get you in trouble or mess up any jobs you have or anything like that. Am I making you uncomfortable? Not at all. Very direct eye contact with him on that one. Hmm. I mean, sure I get frazzled, but I think that's just kind of me at this point. So sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Now, I know this lovely little spot. He weaves you back through a few streets and eventually leads you to a spot near the docks on the east side of town where you see a comfy looking little restaurant with a worn sign over it that just says The Seaside Spices. Should I assume I know what you're getting for food here? <laughs> oh, well, I mean. We can get that if you'd like. No, I just thought since it was your favorite, you probably hadn't had it in a while. Mm, Not the proper ones, no. Well, let's go in, shall we? Of course. So, at this point, once again, takes you by the arm, leads you into the restaurant, where people inside, you're not sure if they recognize Alec, or if they recognize something about him, but they immediately give you both very good treatment. 
So you immediately oh, get like no. VIP treatment as soon as you go in there. Uh, Soul looks embarrassed. So you're taken to a, like a porch seating on the front of the building, where mm-hmm. there are a number of fireplaces and small furnaces, all lit, giving off enough heat to make it comfortable to sit even this time of year. So from where they seat you, you're able to look out to the bay, mm-hmm. which you're right up to, and see the waves sort of lapping up on the beach. Now the beaches here in the city of Hale are not exactly nice swimming beaches. The sand is actually more like mostly shells. Oh, but that's kind of pretty. Mm-hmm. The water laps over the shells as you both sit there in what I'll go ahead and say is a mostly full moon evening. So is there like a railing to this porch? Oh yeah, yes. Oh man, Sol is halfway over it just looking out pretty much. Because mm-hmm. I don't think they've been able to take much time to look. Mm-hmm. They're so often go, go, go. They haven't had much time to just enjoy the atmosphere of things. Alec. Especially not scenery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alec will stand next to you and watch over the water with you. It's been a while since I've been able to sort of enjoy this view. I understand the sentiment slightly, but I'm sure it being your home, it means even more to you. I mean, your home's nothing to sneeze at. I mean, unless you're allergic to, like, flowers or something. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you're right. But this is nice, too. It's very pretty. <sighs> Soul puts themselves back on their heels and just kind of perches their head on their hands with their elbows resting on the railing. Mm-hmm. Their back's a little more leaned out, just so that angle makes sense. Alec, sort of standing next to you, will run a hand, probably... From the top of your head, down the back of your head, and then down your back. You know that's a dangerous thing to do. It really is a nice view here, isn't it? The soul turns their head. Well, yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> you turn your head and you see that he's watching you, not the water. Uh, did I do something, Alec? <clears throat> no, why? I-, I just wanted to make sure. You've been really quiet, to be honest, today. <laughs> well, uh... I suppose I was a little embarrassed earlier. Oh god, did I embarrass you? <laughs> no, no, oh, it's no. more like my my enchanter friend embarrassed me a little bit. But... Oh, with the whole friend thing? Do you, do you not make friends very often, Alec? Well, not ones that last very long. Oh. Most of them are met under false pretenses, or if they aren't, then they're in the same line of work that I am, and you never know when they'll meet an untimely end. Are you saying I didn't look like a spy? <laughs> <laughs> Soul's very teasing. No, I I think you didn't exactly look like a spy in the basement of that Parthenian guard house. You looked a bit like a lost noble, which I've had my fair share of them. Uh, well, I'm glad you are able to efficiently take care of your jobs. Well, it's all for the good of the country, of course. He goes which... back to watching over the ocean. Now Soul's the one looking at him. <laughs> well, I think it's very admirable putting your country ahead of things and staying focused on every mission. Hmm. That's amazing to me. Well, it doesn't sound anything different than what you're already doing. Well, maybe that's why I like hearing from you. He looks back at you and sort of stares into your eye. So, he very much so looks only at their teal eye now, huh? Yeah. You don't like the other one, do you? It reminds me of something. Something? Mm, it It's sort of a reminder of who made it, I guess. Alec, I think... You need to understand, I still have to marry him. Oh! Be in a relationship with him. I'm fully aware of that. I just don't trust him, that's all. That, I will accept. But I want to make sure... I don't know, never mind. And Sulk just waves their hand in front of their face and looks away again. Hmm. I do have a nifty item. 
Oh. Let's me contact him whenever I want. Ooh, go on. Do you want to see it? He chuckles and says, of course. Sol takes off one of their gloves and kind of pulls their ring up to their face. Grow? A moment later, you hear a bit of wind and maybe probably frogs. Hmm. Sol is definitely turned towards Alec with a shush gesture to him and mm-hmm. a smile. He just has a little grin on his face. Sol? Hey, Grow. You there? Uh, of course. How are, are you? doing on the roof again? Oh, I was actually not really on the roof. I was just in the in the garden. What are you doing outside? It's cold. It's not that bad here. True. It's much warmer. <laughs> uh, I take it you've completed your journey? Did you? Uh, I'm back in Deerham, that's for sure. Uh, just be I careful, am... okay? I Is... will. Go ahead. I wanted to let you know that you may not be able to sense me soon. Why? What's going on? I'm going to be going to a different world. He coughs. A, a different world? Yeah. But isn't that sort of impossible? Um, well, I found... When I went to the Gnome Lands, again, the, uh, the Steam Isle, I kind of found a material that would help me get through the barrier. <laughs> um, this doesn't really seem safe at all. <laughs> how, how are you going to get back? How are you going to get there in the first place? Like, what what happens if the item, this item you got from the Gnome Lands, what if you lose it? Any number of I things could go wrong. I have it on me at all times. And Sol instinctively touches the pouch just to check. Mm-hmm. Still there? Yeah, you touch, you touch the pouch and you still feel the crystal in there. I still have it. We've got a wonderful queen who is helping us out right now, and she knows what we need to do. So it'll be okay. Is, is this why you didn't tell me earlier? Because you knew I would feel that this was too dangerous to do? I just... I guess I didn't think about it with everything that happened back at home. I mean... I didn't even know if it was going to work, and now that we're here and it's slowly become more and more apparent that this is a thing that's actually going to happen, um, yeah. I just... I wanted to let you know not to be scared. I will be back. Thanks for telling me. I will still be scared, though. <laughs> I'm sorry, but... I understand... I have to. I understand why you have to do this. It's just... I know. I promise it'll be okay. And of course, Sol, still looking at Alec, they say, I love you. I love you too. I just, I'm not, I'm sure this will be okay. Is is there anything you need from me now? No. I just wanted to let you know what was happening. You know, promise to keep you in the loop. I mean, if you've landed, I can visit. <laughs> Do you want to describe where you are? Sol suddenly looks very nervous, and they look up at Alec. I mean, <laughs> Especially if this is the last time that you're going to be uh, available uh, in the near future. Uh, I, I feel like I at least owe you that much, right? Uh, <laughs> oh no, give me a second time out, give me a second. <laughs> oh no! Not good! Oh shit. Soul has suddenly gone near in the headlights. They've gone stiff and their hand kind of drops a little. It's still near their face. But they don't even look like they're looking at Alec anymore. They look like they're just looking far, far away. Yeah, by the way, uh, let me describe that from Alec's point of view. Because no one else is able to hear Grow, right? And Grow's just nope. doing... Yeah, that's what I thought. So, as you're saying that, kind of staring straight at Alec the whole time, and then when you say, I love you, mm-hmm. uh, he gets this, like, the slightest smirk on his face. That made them feel really great. And then Grow was like, should I come? And then... <laughs> Soul suddenly looks, like, horrified from Alec's point of view. <laughs> so now Alec just sort of looks confused as to why you're suddenly freaking out. I wonder. I have a question. What's up? 
If I used message on Alec, mm -hmm. would he be the only one to hear me? Yes. And I will use that. Okay. He says he wants to come visit right now. He wants me to describe location. I don't know. But, uh... <laughs> and of course, oddly enough, there's classical music in the background. <laughs> um, Alright, so da, Alex... Da, da. <laughs> so Alex's return message is going to be, just lie to him. Soul nods. As much as I would love you to come here, we're going to be leaving soon. Oh, so. I understand. I promise I will call you as soon as I get back, though. Of course. And it'll probably be a great celebration by then, because we will be one step closer to being a lot more safe. I believe in you. Thank and you. I didn't I didn't say it before, but I, I do want you to know that even though it, it took a little bit of time, I, I do appreciate you trusting me. I'll be there for you, girl. And I know you will be there for me. Our team, right? Forever. And ever. Make sure to take care of everyone while I'm gone, okay? Of course. Don't worry about anything here. You're the best. Mm, I love you. I love you too. Disconnect? Yeah. Okay. The soul drops their hand and then suddenly they go, Oh, oh that could have ended really badly. Hmm. Well, it's a good thing you lied to him. Oh my god, I did, didn't I? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Alec looks very satisfied with himself. Am I a bad person? Oh, and Sol has their hands on their face and they just go and sit down. I told you not to trust that guy a long time ago. He sits at the same table on the opposite side. Oh. 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 Well. I did something bad. Alec will reach across the table and take one of your hands. Hey. Hey. It's all part of everything that we do, alright? Telling a lie here and there isn't the worst thing, especially if it means, you know... You get to have a relaxing evening. Soul tilts their head a little and kind of looks at him differently. Well, maybe not too relaxing. Well, this is nice. I like spending time with you. Hmm. Well, and once you get back from your little jaunt to another world, I look forward to our partnership being fruitful. So you're really taking a vacation from here? For a while. Me? He shrugs. Yeah, why not? Soul kind of looks down, but they look like they're smiling. Thank you. Hmm. You can thank me later. So at this point, a server will come by, and they will take your food orders. This is a seafood restaurant, obviously. That yeah. wasn't apparent from the name. And, what? Uh, <laughs> so he'll order a plate of fresh oysters, mm -hmm. and he'll also order a lobster roll for himself. So it looks like they're unsure of what to order. <laughs> is there any, like, pasta seafood dishes? Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'll order something like that. Okay. And Sol pulls their legs up on the chair, and so they're sitting in crisscross applesauce style mm -hmm. on it. Soul style. Soul style. <laughs> so, you live in Dereham, right? Like, do I get to see where you live after this? You want to come back to my place? I mean, I sh somehow showed you mine, questionably. At least you say so. I suppose if you want to invite yourself over, I guess we can go there after this. Well, I have invited myself over many a times in the past. I just mm. didn't know if you stayed in an actual pocket dimension your whole <laughs> life or if you had a house. I actually have a nice townhouse, so I'll, I'll take you there after that. But the night's still you young. Want to. I figured that you after dinner we could maybe. Hmm. Maybe. He kind of smirks. How are you at dancing? Soul's eyes light up with a fire. I will wipe the floor. <laughs> didn't realize dancing was a competition. <clears throat> Sorry. No, it's not. I just... Really good. <laughs> but to have someone who wants to dance with me is really nice. 
I would love to go. Good. Alright, so Alec will continue to make small talk with you. Mm-hmm. And the meal will pass, the food is brought out, it's all very high quality. And then at the end of the meal, they don't bring over any sort of bill or check. They simply say that it's for the queen. This is oddly reminiscent of a Siva date almost, though. (laughs) Except that with Siva, it was, oh, please, this is for you. Please don't break our legs. (laughs) This is true. And this is more like, oh, you know, you're like a patriotic. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. You don't have to pay kind of thing. Okay. Well, that's that's a little more relaxed. At least Soul doesn't have to be concerned about everyone. Yeah, like they're not doing this out of fear. They're doing this out of respect. Which might be a little bit nicer for Soul. Mm. They look very pleased with everyone's actions, I guess. That was delicious. Did you enjoy your meal? Oh, of course. I had a feast for the stomach and for the eyes. Soul tilts their head instinctively. <laughs> I think that cloak might be working a little too well. You keep saying that. Again, I can take it off right now and prove you wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, he stands up from the table and offers a hand to you. Oh, Sol takes it. Definitely. Alec will help you up out of the seat and immediately pull you into a kiss. Yay. (laughs) Okay, so Sol's been kind of surprised both times that he's done that, and Sol will kiss him back this time. When they pull away, they look like they're trying to see if that was okay, pretty much. Okay. You pull away and break the kiss. And you kind of look at him to see if it's okay. And he's going to kind of reach both arms around you and pull you into another kiss. Oh, all right. I guess it was okay. <laughs> well, that'll, that will go as long as he wants, pretty much. Okay. So a little time will pass. And eventually he'll break that kiss and you kind of stare into your eye. Shall we go dancing? I'm going to show everyone up. Soul grabs his arm. Alright, so the two of you head back over near the center of the city, and you find it's not exactly a tavern. It's better described, I guess, as a club, mm-hmm. but not in the like the modern sense of like yeah. a dance club. It's it's typically more like a what used to be called a gentleman's club, but now that name has a whole different connotation. Oh, okay. So it's it's like a country club almost. Sort of. Gotcha. But it's sort of a mix between that and like a dance hall. It's difficult to e medieval dance club. Right. There, there, there literally is nothing like this anymore in society. Okay. So it's kind of hard to describe. But it's an establishment where well-to-do people would go and learn and perform group dances together. Gotcha. It was sort of like the precursor to the modern day club. Gotcha. Anywho, it's well appointed. It looks very fancy, and everyone in there is dressed very well. Soul probably looks nervous for a second and looks at their outfit. <laughs> is there something uh, wrong? I didn't know if I looked out of place. Hmm. I mean, can you change it? Do you have, like, a spell to make it look different? <laughs> no, only a spell to make me invisible, really. <laughs> Which you know that already, because Soul starts getting flustered remembering their invisibility bout that they had last time they were here. <laughs> <clears throat> I guess I'll just have to stick out. (laughs) Hmm. So you're just going to be dressed more as an adventurer than as a person about town. Yeah. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Shrug. Okay. I tend to stick out anyways, so no big deal. Yeah, and so do your ears. (laughs) I thought this Dareham was mixed with a bunch of different races here. It is. Okay. I mean, the other races are still rare. I mean, yeah, it's not like a 50-50 mix. There's maybe 5% elves if that. Gotcha. 
So you both go into this hall and there's a string quartet up on a little stage and they're performing nice, slow, sort of moody piece. The dance is very slow and hmm. I don't know if I want to consider it like sensual, I guess. It's like a slow dance. Okay. So you're sort of standing at the edge of the dance floor. Should we wait for the next song? Uh, yeah, I soul looks nervous. Just something more upbeat to start, and then we'll just keep dancing till we're done? Of course. <laughs> Wait here one moment. Uh, okay. He walks over to the little stage, and you can see him speaking to one of the musicians when he comes back around. There. That should sort that out. Sort? <laughs> mm-hmm. So the song comes to an end a few seconds later, and the next song is a much jauntier, almost like jig. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a much faster-paced jauntier song and as a bard you would probably know it and you probably know the dance to go along with it so so give me that dance check uh ooh, just a 24 for me okay Alrighty. so you launch yourself into the dance and it's been probably <laughs> quite a while since you've done this particular song and alec launches himself into it along with you and it's <laughs> a dance that involves a lot of swinging around the other person Dipping and diving under other people's arms. So like they'll, they'll make like arches and you're supposed to go oh. in and out and around and it loops. And it's this whole group dance thing. Okay. So it's old style country dancing or whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. So it looks like they're having fun. <laughs> Alec is doing his best to keep up and he's not really that much worse than you. He's doing a relatively good job at dancing. Sol has a terrible habit of doing this, but wherever he may seem like he's having a trouble of some kind, Sol tends to lead in dances, just because mm-hmm. most of the people they dance with doesn't dance to their level. Mm-hmm. So they try to assist him in ways. Okay. Well, like I said, he's not that much worse than you. So he's, oh, he's I know. fully this is capable of doing the song. <laughs> I know he's capable. Mm-hmm. Sol might just have bad habits. That's fair. Okay. So you run through the first song with no troubles. And it was jaunty and fun. And at the end of the song, you're both sort of mildly out of breath. Yeah. And the last chord ends, and you're kind of staring into each other's eyes. Oh, that was that was pretty fun. <laughs> Shall we do another? Yeah, let's. He nods as the next song starts up. And it's another one that's fairly jaunty and fun. Give me another dance check. Okay. Ooh, 37. All right. He also does better now this time as well. Up. <laughs> yeah, Nelson's warmed up. So... You get out there, and this one's more of like a couple's dance, so you're not intermixed with the whole group. It's like each couple is doing the dance, but not with each other, if that makes sense. Yeah. Give me a perception check while you're going Ooh, yay, I love that check. <laughs> um, 25? All right, so as you're doing this dance, you look around, and you see that you two are far and away the best ones on the dance floor. <laughs> like, you are killing it right now. And we probably look like we might be having the most fun. Mm-hmm. So the spinning, and eventually it comes down to a certain point of the song where you're supposed to just do a simple step. Alec is starting to enhance the song slightly. And, and he actually... will try to pick it up with him. Yeah, so go ahead and make another one to attempt to show off. 27. All right. He might have to leave this one. <laughs> That's fine. So... You sort of both push it up, and instead of doing, like, a more simple steps at part of the song, you're doing, like, crazier and crazier moves mm-hmm. just to sort of show off until eventually, by the end, you're literally flipping over each other. <laughs> okay. And pulling off, like, feats of acrobatics while you're doing <laughs> the song and still keeping oh. in time to the rhythm. 
And when the song is finished, you see that the rest of the room has sort of stopped dancing to watch the two of you. <laughs> and the hall gives you both a round of applause. Soul kind of brushes their hair back and just looks like they're breathing heavy, but they're giggling to themselves almost, and they do a bow. Alec will bow with you. Hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, you weren't kidding. <laughs> it happens every time. <laughs> hmm. The next song will start, and it's much slower. Which looks like is well needed for Soul, because their chest is kind of going up mm-hmm. quite fast since they use most of their energy. Mm-hmm. Alec is noticing that and says, well, I think this is well-deserved. He moves in close and kind of holds you tightly. I agree. Thank you. My pleasure. The slower song is such that you're mostly just rocking back and forth against each other. Is there anyone singing to the song? No, it's just a string quartet. There's no vocals. So is it okay if Soul starts with like humming and then starts making up a song of some kind along with it? Oh, do you want to sing to it while you're dancing? Yeah. Okay. The 26? <laughs> Yeah, that's good. So you're... I'm going to go ahead and assume that the song has lyrics. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so you will sing the lyrics to the song while the two of you sort of spin. They're doing it really quietly. Mm, okay. So only the two of them can hear it. Alec is kind of 100% engaged and listening to you right now, and he's kind of staring into your eye as you do this. When the song ends, he'll just say, that was magnificent. Thank you. You can't tell anyone else, though. That one was just for you. And Sol puts a finger to their lips and smiles. He immediately leans in for another kiss. Sol happily kisses him back, then. He'll break the kiss and then ask, So? So? Would you like to keep dancing? Only if you want to. I can think of a few other things. I'll go wherever you want to go. Hmm. Sol shrugs happily. In that case, he turns and leads you off the dance floor. and says, well, I suppose it's time to take you to the old townhouse. I finally get to see it! <laughs> Soul is way too enthusiastic. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I've been waiting all day! <laughs> yes! Soul has been very openly kissing Alec. Well, on their walk back? No, no, just, or just every time tonight. he's kissed them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Past, like, the first two nervous ones. Where it's like, ah, I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> you head out of that place and you travel west. A little ways, and mm-hmm. you go a bit deeper into the residential side of town, mm-hmm. and you turn down a side street, and the second building on that street, Alec will stop in front of and turn and look at it. Well, here it is. It is a three-story brick home that's wedged between two other homes of similar style. It's honestly, oh. it doesn't really stand out. I mean, it's a decent home, but it's not like... Opulent. It's not like a, no, it's not like a mansion. It's just, it looks <laughs> like a comfortable city home. Soul is smiling while looking at it. Do I get to go in? He looks at you, chuckles, gives you a quick kiss, says, you need to do more than that. And he walks over to the home and knocks in a very particular way on the door, causing it to open. Ooh, fancy. Soul's kind of got a more upbeat pace following behind him. Huh, it's... A simple alarm system, that's all. Well, thank you for allowing me to come in. Hmm. You step into the home, and you see it's well-appointed, but again, not overly so. It looks like it was designed more for function. It's a, a simple living space with not all that much in the way of art or decoration. Mm-hmm. There are a few paintings hanging on the wall, but they seem like they're exact copies of the one that was in that pocket dimension. 
Gotcha. Or are the ones in the pocket dimension the exact copies? Now you're thinking. <laughs> Soul instinctively probably goes over to the paintings and smiles. Hmm. Would you like anything to drink? Oh, nothing alcoholic, please. Well, suit yourself. <laughs> he, he probably takes out a, a small bottle of whiskey, pours himself mm-hmm. a drink. But... Soul's like staring at it. It's <laughs> just like, mmm. Yes, if you'd like tea. He's got tea he could make you. Mm-hmm. He's got tea and water. I'll just, I'll have some tea. Okay. You have honey? <laughs> he nods and produces a little jar of honey. There's way too much honey getting put into this tea. <laughs> you pretty much put the entire pot in. No. It's not a big pot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That should be good. <laughs> All right. He does not complain one bit. He just sits there and sort of sips at a whiskey while you do this. It's there somewhere to sit down in the living space then? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's seating. Some of it is wooden and some of it has like upholster on it. I'll like, sit some on of... something upholstered then. Okay, so there's a loungy seat. They'll sit in like a nook mm-hmm. of the arm in the chair and they'll curl up and they'll just kind of pull their legs up to themselves and just sit with their cup. <laughs> hmm. it's, it's like a nice English tea, I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. With a lot of honey. Mostly yeah, honey. It's mostly sweet water mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point. I had no idea you could dance that well. I suppose it shouldn't really surprise me. <laughs> I figured you would have watched me enough by now to figure that part out at least. I must say, I've never seen you dance before. Soul leans their head back and thinks for a moment. Has it really been that long since I've just been dancing? Well, near as I can tell, maybe you just had it rough for a little while. Soul kind of grimaces. It, It's fine. I put this on myself, technically, so just gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you'll succeed, so. I have to. There's no worries there. Mm. So, what do you think of the cold, dreary place that I call home? Soul smiles. I love it. <laughs> really? Well, company makes it better. And Soul kind of sips at their tea a little. Mm. He gets the same smirk he had when you said, I love you. Mm-hmm. Makes things a lot easier when you're with someone who you know you're completely safe with, so. Someone you can trust completely. Completely. And Sol had a very matter-of-fact nod towards him, and then it becomes a more relaxed, endearing look. He goes over to a fireplace, which was previously unlit, Mm -hmm. and he sort of sparks it up to life just by rubbing his hands over top of it. He casts a bark spell on it. Gotcha. Very impressive. (laughs) It's, It's a cantrip. Oh, I know. They're playing with him kind of thing. Your your bar to impress must be awfully low. Mm, My bar to impress doesn't involve skills in the magic. Well, it depends. People's intentions are more important to me. Acts of kindness, stuff like that. Hmm. And what do you think of my intentions? I think you are doing what you think is best for me, and you want to help me, and you enjoy my company, (laughs) I hope. (laughs) We wouldn't be partners otherwise, would we? This is true. He moves in and sits next to you. You're sitting, you said, with your legs kind of drawn up with the seat arm as your back. Yeah. So he's sitting next to you, so your legs are pointed toward him. Mm-hmm. Well, I could certainly get used to you lying to grow. It looks good I on you. I don't know how healthy that is, Alec. Well, uh. I think that it's good to exercise caution, especially when someone is so obviously plotting against you. Sol looks a little sad, but nods along. I'm glad you can see things that I can't. Well, I'm here for you. You know that. Sol kind of smiles and nods, but they're more looking at their legs, if anything, and into their mug. 
cup thing. <laughs> Whatever the tea's in. It's in a cup. It's in a cup. <laughs> Soul looks suddenly nervous. Is everything alright? Yeah. I... Did you I suddenly... wanted to thank you for a really nice evening. Oh. And how would you like to thank me for this? Soul raises their eyebrows at him. Excuse me? Well, you said you'd like to thank me. Asking you how. I just did verbally, didn't I? <laughs> he shrugs. Oh, all right then. Oh, you're quite welcome. As he gestures to the space that, around you, that you're in his home, you're quite welcome. Do you want something like this when I get you a place in the Elven Lands? In my town? Oh, well, I don't think that this building would quite match the decor of your home, so... I, I mean, don't care. I, think it would I just probably want you have to be cozy. Be... I appreciate that. But I think it might have to be five stories tall and at least a hundred rooms if it's going to blend in properly. I think that's just my house. (laughs) Tick, 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 ding! Oh, 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 you want to live with me? I I was more joking that elven architecture is a little bit much. Soul looks slightly offended. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) all right, sorry. I'm sure you didn't create elven architecture. You no, but I think it looks good. <laughs> I didn't say it didn't look good. If there's anything elves are truly nice at, it's looking good. But I think it's just a bit much to have that amount of arches and pillars and... Souls pouting. You don't think so? I suppose you must be used to it. It's home. That's true. There's something to be said for the architecture of one's home. Sort of always sticks with you. It's going to be your other home anyways. I feel like, I don't know. He sort of just looks into your eye. Is everything alright? I just want you to be happy when you're with me. Uh, in the village. I think I'll be very happy with you. Soul looks up nervously at him. He's just giving you a sly smile. Soul's gonna go back to drinking their tea and embarrassedly look away. I think I've been very happy with you so far, and I have no reason to change that. That's good. He's going to finish the small glass of whiskey he has and set the drink down beside. Soul is looking at his glass jealously. (laughs) Then he's going to kind of turn and sort of sit to where his torso's twisted toward you. Mm -hmm. And he's going to put his right arm up on the back of the seat. And then his left arm is probably going to rest on probably your right knee. Soul's looking at the predicament they're in. (laughs) Do you have something you want to say to me, Alec? Hmm. I think this has been one of the best partnerships that I could have imagined. Oh, please don't tell me you're going to end this now. (laughs) Whatever do you mean? I just, I feel like when someone says, oh, this has been the best, but (laughs) something bad always comes after the this has been great part. I think the bad... Almost (laughs) always. I think the bad part's when you have to go to some other world. I mean, I agree with you on that one. I don't want to go, but, you know, life, I guess. No, I was just thinking back that... When I first met you, I, well, I sort of clears his throat. I misjudged you. Soul tilts their head, but they look more concerned on their face. How so? Well, I, I saw you in that, in that holding cell, you know, acting tough and demanding to speak with people in charge. And, well, you seemed a little more naive, like a lot of the people I have to deal with. Well, I mean, you're not completely wrong. But... I think that I misjudged you because you've got a lot of inner strength, and I I admire that. Thank you, Alec. Mm. And 
Soul's got their eyebrows raised and is just looking at him. And I'm glad that our partnership has been formed. And I'm glad it's progressed to where it is now. Gotcha. Me too. I enjoy my time around you. Well, I'm glad to be enjoying it. (laughs) Soul just chuckles at their own statement. (laughs) Well, I, I do my best. Actually, would you mind making a sense motive check? Oh, sure. I'm okay at that. <gasps> I just got 20 Yeah, you did. <laughs> I got a 29! <laughs> you can tell that he wants to tell you something else, but it's difficult for him to do so. Alec, is there something you want to say to me? You can take as much time as you need. <sighs> it's a bit embarrassing, is all. I'm all ears? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say you're only maybe a third ears. Hardy har har. I made the joke first. Yes, you did. He's going to reach forward and take the teacup from your hand, and he's going to set it down to the side, mm-hmm. and he's going to take both of your hands, and he is going to look you in the eye, and you can see that he's sort of building the courage to say something. Sol has a very gentle look back at him, waiting patiently. I think I, I think this partnership is the best I've ever had. And. Um... I'm glad. Soul is reserving the fact that they're slightly disappointed in this statement. (laughs) He leans forward and goes to give you a kiss. Hmm. They'll kiss back, but they are thinking a million different things. (laughs) It's not like a long kiss. He leans back and sort of looks you over and sort of tries to read your expression. They're actually staying more neutral with their look this time. Okay. But they're kind of looking away at the same time. Mm -hmm. What's on your mind? Mm, Nothing much. I'm just happy to get to spend some time with you before I head off. Good. Great. It's a very quick twin, but it, it's a look of disappointment, finally. Mm-hmm. And then back to neutral. Yeah. Oh, and, and his sense motive is excellent. Yeah. And he rolled an excellent check as well. <laughs> so he can do- definitely tell that you're miffed, or at least slightly, about everything. Mm-hmm. And he says, is there something you'd rather I say? I don't know. I guess... I... <sighs> I think... If you don't mind me saying, I think that you feel it too, and I think you know that I feel it too. I just, I'm not sure if I can say it. Soul leans forward and kisses him. He'll kiss back a lot. Will I get to hear it eventually? That's after they break it. Mm -hmm. They're very close to him, though. They didn't sit back or anything. It's Mm. just still face to face. So you say that almost directly into his lips? Yeah. I mean... Someday. I'll have to die eventually, and I figure that might be like a deathbed thing. Soul hits him! (laughs) (sighs) He just chuckles. You're a jerk! (laughs) Yeah, I suppose I am. But that's... okay. And Soul leans back into the chair again. So are are your, like, legs still drawn up to your body? Yeah. Okay. So he's going to sort of turn toward you, and he's going to move your left leg... And he's going to pull it to where it's sort of straight out. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to hold your right leg with his left arm. Since you're like leaned back, he's going to lean into you and sort of go into almost more of a laying position. And he's going to probably start with a kiss and then move that into nibbling on your ear. So has a million things they want to say. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, your, your mouth is unoccupied currently, so... Is it weird to think that that's not fair? That that I'm a jerk? No, 
<laughs> You're definitely a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs as he continues kissing on like the side of your head and down your neck. Is it bad of me to ask something like that of you, though? He breaks the kiss and looks at you in the eye and says, You can ask of me whatever you'd like. Do you love me? Do you love me? Soul pouts a little bit because they didn't want to be the first, technically. Hmm. Yes. So, oh, you say yes? Yes. Alright. They pouted, but they said yes. An eyebrow goes up and he says, You love me. Soul starts to look like they're getting prickly now. They're just looking at him. They, they're not saying anything now. They're <laughs> very embarrassed. He has a smirk that grows into a full smile. Well, Soul, that is very interesting. Great. I can die now. You can just leave my corpse in the street. It'll be fine. <laughs> no one will miss me. This will. This is great. This has been a great conversation. Soul starts to kind of move up like they're trying to like get him off of them. <laughs> I, he, I can go into the cold and just die now. He, uh, That's fine. As you're like starting to like get up, he puts a hand on your shoulder and sort of pushes you back into place and looks you in the eye and says, Soul, yes? I love you. Soul just wraps their arms around behind him and pulls him forward for a kiss. And it was a good kiss. <laughs> it was a really good kiss. Mm-hmm. Maybe one of the best. Maybe. He's kissed me a lot. It's true, but there's something special about the kiss right after you tell someone you love them for the first time. But maybe that's just me being romantic. I think it's sweet. (laughs) Do you want to make a sense motive? Oh yeah, always. I love rolling. (laughs) Oh, that's a 15. A 15. You think he's telling the truth. Really? With a 15? Yeah, you think he's telling the truth. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't help their deep down gut feeling. Mm-hmm. But their brain is yelling at them still, where mm-hmm. they're like, he's still using you. It, it doesn't matter if he sounds like he's telling the truth. You're an idiot, Well, is pretty much what their brain's doing currently. Yeah. Your brain's saying you're an idiot, and your heart's saying, use me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and that's probably what's going to happen. So he is going to continue kissing, and he's going to move his right arm down, and he's going to start undressing you. You're close, but hopefully a lot easier to... Disarm this time. <laughs> Disarm clothing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the point was that there was a front portion that you could unbuckle and unzip mm-hmm. very easily. Yeah. So, in short order, he and you have both disrobed completely. Yep. And he's going to do his thing right there on that lounge chair. <laughs> we didn't even get to a bedroom. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fade to black. Yep. So, coming back in. After all those activities. Mm-hmm. Great exercise. Um, oh, for sure. Especially after all the dancing. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be sore. So after probably the first round, he will take you in his arms, mm-hmm. bridal style, and he'll carry you up a flight of stairs and then up another flight of stairs into a bedroom. The fireplace that he lit on the first floor has yeah. vents on the second and third floor, so the rest of the house is already toasty. Gotcha. And he lays you down on a bed. It looks almost identical to the one in the pocket plane. Gotcha. Well, that's familiar and cozy. Mm -hmm. He lays you down in this one, except this room is a bit warmer than the one from the pocket dimension because of the heat vent. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of toasty warm, and you can feel it on your skin. And he lays you down on the blankets, which also are somehow slightly more soft than the ones in the pocket dimension. How strange. Mm-hmm. It's almost like being real makes them a little bit better. 
after being laid down, Sol kind of reaches out for him. He's there. And they bring him back in. Hmm. Alright. For round two? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're like, I am not done. <laughs> Sol's been very missionary most of the time with Alec. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's this time Sol's going to be on top. Alright. Show him what I can do! <laughs> <laughs> after that, the two of you are now laying in bed facing each other on your sides. And he's running a hand from like your cheek over your shoulder down the side of your body to your hip and then starting over again. Not fair. you have to leave? Yeah. Well, the way I see it, once you get back and you've saved the world, <laughs> then you either dip out and run away or you stay in that dreary little mansion with your doting little husband and you see me whenever you'd like. I would like to see you whenever I like part. Yeah. Well, the good news is that's in both plans, because I wouldn't let you run away by yourself. Well, now my options seem a little bit harder to choose. Oh, really? Sol kind of is smiling, and then at first kind of looks a little sad. I mean, there's plenty of things that I want, but I don't know if they're really ideal for everyone. So it's hard to make... Decisions based off of my own wants when there are more important things, it seems. Hmm. Well, I figure once you've, you know, gone to that other world and done what you needed to do and come back and kill whatever it is you're supposed to be killing, like you've done your part, and at that point, consequences be damned. Hey, I mean, I still should take up the protectorship after everything. Why? I? Why? Because... Because it helps keep the world safe? Sure, but it's not like if you don't take it, it's going to go away. Just True, but it, it always renews every 100 years, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And how long do elves live again? I don't know, it depends. Like, 500 sometimes? <laughs> it sounds like you can stay where it's at for another cycle. You're a, a bad influence, you know? He chuckles. I've been called that before. This isn't fair either. Mm. Which part? Part where I want to run away, and I still feel like I shouldn't. Well, we all have our duty to do. You know? If you feel it's that important, then do it, and know that I'll still be there. Soul reaches their hand out and kind of puts their hand on the side of Alex's face and kind of moves their thumb softly against his cheek. It's gonna really suck going to a different world without you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. I still don't want to go. Why Why am I such a coward? I should be elated to get this all done with. <laughs> Maybe you just don't need journey to end. There Maybe. is a second where Soul's eyes suddenly widen, because they haven't really thought of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've gotten oh. used to the journey, and you feel like if you end it, then that's it. But... I mean, uh... And Soul's hand starts to shake the but one hey. that's on his face. <laughs> he puts his hand over yours. But hey... One thing I've learned is that there's always another mission. There's always another quest. When this one's over, he shrugs, and we'll just do the next. And when that's done, the one after that. Yeah, we at least probably need to take a two-year break at some point. <laughs> hmm, I suppose so. Well, there's something that's sort of been on my mind. What is it? So, elves, they live a while, right? Yeah, yeah. And in about 300 years, you're going to look pretty much exactly like you do right now. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Why? Maybe. What's got this coming up? 
Well, in about 300 years, I'll be in a box underground somewhere. So don't forget about me, okay? And Sol kind of snuggles up close and puts their head under his chin and kind of holds him. Never. Good. It'd be an awful shame to forget someone as awesome as me. <laughs> Again, you're a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I love you anyways. He kisses the top of your head. I told you I was just as charismatic without the cape. Oh no, the cape helps. Aww. In fact, did you put the cape back on? Are you kidding me? <laughs> he just it starts... is all the way back downstairs. He just starts laughing. You should not just like me for a cape. You should like me for me. <laughs> of course. So, I get to keep you in both scenarios, right? He sort of scooches a little bit away from you so he can lift your head up to look at you in the face. Yeah, just try and get rid of me. I don't want to. In fact, if you try to leave now, you're stuck with me. Oh, and how's that? I have no idea. I just thought it would sound very ominous. (laughs) (laughs) He leans in and kisses you on the mouth again. I think it sounded very ominous. Thank you. In fact, I must say I am downright intimidated right now. Good. Normally I need my liar to do that. (laughs) If I become the ruler of my town, you're gonna be so afraid of me. I'm I'm just gonna be so ferocious. (laughs) (laughs) I can't imagine. I'll I'll probably be the worst of the worst. Everyone will hate me. (laughs) You being ferocious. I don't think I could imagine such a thing. I'm sure I'm capable of something terrible. (laughs) Probably. No. (laughs) (laughs) We would have to see. Yeah. Well, for now, I think I'm happy with just being yours today. And Sol kind of snuggles into him. He gently kisses you on the top of the head. Says, Sweet dream. Mainly. And we probably shouldn't have gone to bed. Because I don't know if we agreed to all meet. <laughs> after we were done shopping. Well, you probably did agree to meet after you were all done shopping. But time got away from the two of you. Yeah. Everyone's going to be mad at me again. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, you weren't thinking about it, and this is what happens. It happened with Gro, it's happening with Alec, it's mm-hmm. great. Yep, it's a soul Welcome. thing. <laughs> they make mistakes, and they have consequences. Yep. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. <laughs> do I have any dreams? Yes, you do, actually. You dream of yourself being ferocious. Okay. You're sitting on a throne. Alright. You have a bunch of people in front of you. And they're all kneeling down. Okay. You get you get the sense that you're in charge of everything. And you look out over all these people and you recognize some of them and others you don't. And you feel powerful. You feel really in charge. And you suddenly feel like something's wrong deep down. And you okay. go to stand up and you find it's difficult. Like you're stuck to the throne. There's something holding you in place. And you suddenly feel this horrible sense of being trapped. And when you look down at your arm, that's on the arm of the throne, you can't lift your arm off the throne. And then suddenly the last thing you see is white feathers burst out on your skin on your arm, and then you wake up. Like it was a nightmare. Yeah, like it was a nightmare. So I'm guessing this must be middle of the night and not the morning then. Eh, You can have a nightmare pretty quickly. I don't know. I always wake up in the middle of the night when I have nightmares, to be honest. Soul's probably going to yell awake, probably. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, uh, what? What is it? What's wrong? Like, Alec uh, like, wakes up suddenly. I just... 
I had a terrible dream. And Sol looks at their hands and they're shaking. Alec kind of pulls you into a hug. It's okay. It's alright. I'm here for you. You're safe. I think I was a monster. What? I, I think I was in the dream. I, I feel like I was a monster. <laughs> okay, so you dreamed you were a monster. I think we've all had dreams like that. Once I dreamed I was a cyclops. Really? Mm-hmm. Big as a house. What did you do? He shrugged. Crushed a few cows, I think. You know, cyclops things. <laughs> Soul wrings their hands a little bit, and then they decide to tell him the entire dream. Hmm. Sounds like nonsense. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But it, it, it sounds like you're just afraid of taking the power, right? Yeah. Well, I am. Well, there you go. He shrugs. It sounds like there's nothing more to it than that. You're right. Thank you. Is there more that I should know? It sounds like that's all there is to it. Yeah, I just... I don't really remember having nightmares, to be honest. Hmm. Sure they happen to everyone. I mean... Wait. They do happen to elves, right? I don't know. Would I know something like that? Yeah. So, typically when you trance... Like when you meditate yeah. and sleep, you relive, like vividly relive memories of your life. If you were to not trance, if you were to just like try to sleep like another mortal race, then I guess you could technically dream, probably. But mm -hmm. it's not really something you've ever experienced. I mean, most of the time it's just recollecting like memories of what you did that day. Right, what you no, did that day, right. or reflecting yeah. on some part of your life, or, yeah. or something like that. Like, you don't really... So you don't really don't have, like, abstract think... stuff like that. Yeah, I don't I don't think Sol had, like, a nightmare before. Mm, fun. Um, no, I mean, I, I don't know about other elves, but I've never had one. Hmm. Well, hmm. if that's the case, then what do you think it could mean? I don't know. Mm -hmm. So you think that if you become the protector, you'll become a monster? I mean, I didn't until now. Hmm. He shrugs. Maybe you should run away with me, then. Say to hell with all this business. You go off and see the world with your old pal, Alec. Old pal, huh? Mm -hmm. I thought we were partners, and Sol lightly, like, punches him. He moves in for a, a kiss on the mouth. I think we're more than that. You know it. I never thought I'd hear you say that. I never thought you would say I love you first, but he well, shrugs. I, I wasn't planning on it. Sol lays back down with him. Hmm. You just took too long. I think I take the appropriate amount of time. Do you think I move too fast? <laughs> you didn't complain about my speed earlier. Uh, soul flips over in bed. Presenting your back? Yeah. That's a mistake. He's going to start massaging your back. And he's getting pretty good at it. He's getting to learn all of the exact places to touch. Oh dear. That's not good. <laughs> what were you saying? Um, that you're a jerk, probably. Because mm. it's true. Do you really have to kill me if I learn your weak spots? Mm -hmm. That's the rules. That's no fun. He flips you over, kisses you again on the mouth, and says so. Round three. A devilish smile appears on Soul's face. <laughs> listening. 
As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kenishra. Until next time.